You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode 60 of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with Office Apps and Services MVP, Ragnar Heil. Hey, this is Christian Buckley with another MVP Buzz Chat, and I'm here talking today with Ragnar. Good afternoon to you. Hey, Christian. Thanks so much for having you in your show. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's great Finally. to have you. And uh, we're just talking about your, your backdrop. So you're, uh, you've got New York City behind you. Exactly. That's the most American background what I have. I actually live in Germany in, uh, in, a, in a town which nobody knows, so I don't have to mention it. It's more or less like between Frankfurt and Hanover. And it's the geographical center of Germany. So it's the heartland of Germany. We're very proud. Excellent. You know, it's, it's funny. With, I've been over to Germany about a dozen times. I've, I've never been, uh, you know, north of Berlin much. It's like everything is always go, going south. And, but uh, they love to spend more time and explore that country. Exactly. A country that is very beautiful. And you have to go to the north, especially to Hamburg which is beautiful. It's a completely different culture than in other parts like Berlin and Munich. Yep. Or you, or you come to Cologne where my office is. So actually I have a company office where I travel like twice a month and usually I'm doing home office. So yeah. Well, why don't you introduce yourself, like who you are, where you so say, we, we oh, know yes. you're in Germany, but you know, what you do and uh, kind of your claim to fame, you know, what, what you tell us about yourself. Exactly, yeah. So I was born 46 years ago <laughs> here in the heartland of Germany. Uh, I'm living here in this house with my family. I've got a wife and three kids. And uh, yeah, so my history with Microsoft started around 50 years ago. And uh, I joined Microsoft uh, by the acquisition of Fast Search. Fast Search is now the, the search engine uh, under the hood of, 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 uh, of SharePoint Exchange. Office Graph is powered by Fast Search and so on, Delve and all these great experiences. And uh, then I joined, uh, yeah, I joined Microsoft. I worked 11 years at Microsoft and uh, in different roles. I started in Microsoft Services as a SharePoint consultant, seven, eight years. And then I moved uh, to the customer success management team and I was Office, Office 65 CSM for my workplace. And then this team was made redundant. And then I moved into an Office 65 E5 channel lead role covering Austria, Switzerland, and Germany. Then one and a half years ago, I left um, Microsoft and I joined a company called Metalogics, where we have a common shared history. Yes. And then, I, have to, I have to point out that, that uh, it's a rarity um, that you yeah. left Microsoft and were made an MVP like within a month of, of leaving on the, on the, the next day. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like very cool. I have to I say, like, because you were yeah. very active and well-known within the community side and stuff that you were doing outside of, I would say outside of your role uh, uh, from Microsoft and that, that you know, was part of that, but that was very quick. Absolutely, yeah. The, the thing was, I, I, I always, always loved the community work. So my heart is really beating for the community, which means even if I was in a partner sales role at Microsoft, I was always spending my time in community events and I was always blogging and, and tweeting. So yeah, so I was one of the most 
active guys on. So I was the most active Yammer user in Microsoft Germany. I was very active on social media. I'm on Twitter since 11 years and so on. And that made me, and therefore I, I have a passion for social media on the one hand. On the other hand, I love the community and I really uh, like this mindset of uh, sharing, sharing and giving. And that's why why I invested so much time. And then I had around 30 contributions from from this year. And then with 30 contributions in one year, Microsoft made me an MVP at the day when I joined Metalogix. That's pretty cool. And then I joined Metalogix and I think half a year later we were acquired by Quest. And this happened in July 2018 and now I'm since, yeah, one year part of Quest. And I'm leading the uh, the Metalogix product line as a partner channel manager for Germany, Austria, Switzerland, Netherlands, Belgium, and Luxembourg. Excellent. And, and so, what are you? I mean, you're doing a lot of events. You're out there, uh, you know, for community activities. You're doing things on your mm -hmm. own as well as for Quest. What are kind of your your topics? Your what are you most passionate about these days? Yeah, so the main passion is actually around teams. So, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely passionate about Yammer, but, but I'm working now with teams since four to five years. So I was one of the really early early users of teams when it was, when it was called Team Spaces. And now I'm extremely passionate to increase the so-called adoption and active usage and consumption of teams. And here we have products to migrate to teams from legacy stuff like file shares and SharePoint to Microsoft competitors like Box, Dropbox, and Google Drive, we can migrate to Teams. So that's one of my 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 uh, really favorite topics. And then also the security and compliance space, because we want to make sure that the modern workplace is not only a beautiful collaboration area, but it's also yeah secure and compliant. Sure, people can work everywhere and anywhere. Well, anytime. so you you've got that that. Um that partner perspective and, and working within mm -hmm. SharePoint space and, you know, across the Office 365 uh, platform, um, as you work with, with customers that are starting to adopt teams, where do you see that they have areas that they're struggling? Kind of like what, what are some learnings from uh, working with clients as they're onboarding into teams? Yeah, so one of the major uh, major things is uh, customers are so enthusiastic about Teams that they just activate it immediately and then everybody's going to join and they are going to create a nice chaos because uh, they don't care about governance. They have never introduced governance. So, um, well, it's a little bit... So please excuse my wording. So sometimes they say, yeah, Teams is growing like cancer. So it's really wild and, and, uh, and, they, and they totally lose a con a control. And then they have no idea anymore about um, uh, how many groups do I have? Do I have maybe five or 10 marketing groups and nobody knows which marketing group they should use. And then they have totally lost control about the connectors and apps and, and the third party applications which are used. And they have no idea about the external users. So personally, I'm very um, happy about this this, this uh, high acceptance of teams, but I also see a lot of uh, downsides regarding missing missing um, governance, which creates security risks. And we as Quest, we, we have a tool which can control, hey, listen, if you have four different tenants and every tenant has got 80 teams, we can 
create a report uh, which shows all the external users and all the apps you might consider because they can leak your data out of your teams into the world. You don't want to see your data flowing down. You know, I, so this is a, a legit, because I'm not, I'm not kept up with what has happened on the Metalogics mm -hmm. and Quest side for as far as tools, but you know, one of the, the questions that I've heard um, quite often is, you know, is Microsoft working on the ability to, you know, archive a, a team or, or merge um, duplicate teams together uh, I mean that doesn't exist on the product side. It's it's a it's a pretty That's large true. effort to be able to go and do that because there are so many moving parts uh, within a team. It's not just yeah. like taking a file share, say okay, we'll lock down permissions and now move all the content over and then open it up again because content your files that's just one small part of what is in a team. I mean, is there something like that exists? Yeah. So the so the, so the real time migration that's the easiest part so we can we can easily uh migrate uh you know the files from one team to the other team or from one tenant to the other tenant so that's easy the, the tricky thing is really the conversations uh and and so on and then the tab configuration the connector configuration the bot config one node um migration is tricky and so on so that's something where we definitely need an api we would love to invest more here but first we need the api so right. there are the APIs on the Microsoft Teams side, which we are not having. We could make more yeah, features or more products if it would be available. And we are also missing the migration API to make the migrations faster, actually. Right. Well, and that, and I think the, the, the conversation is the problem too, is that, I mean, you can, you can archive those, uh, you know, exchange-based, you know, conversations Mm -hmm. And uh, it just happens if you if you archive now a Microsoft team, it you, you remove all the permissions. It's basically you know, storing those, making them searchable, the, all of those assets. Yeah. But you you can't move the state of a your know, current conversation over, mm -hmm. lock it down, move it to another location, then start the conversation up again. Um, you know, there's no way to to migrate in that yeah. sense. That's possible. So we can we can migrate the conversations. Yeah. So well, that it, it is possible today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is, yeah. So we are using here the the client API because the migration API is not there. So we can migrate a, a conversation, but yeah, as we said, it depends on the customer expectation. Customer can be happy what we can show them. On the on the other hand, uh, it's still not on the yeah, high or worse, super fast level. What we see right. on Sharp, where we have the migration API. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just a very manual, messy process, and because if you do have all those bot connectors and other tools and things that you basically have to go and reinstall those all again and make sure that it's yep. you know, consistent. But I mean, if you're able to move the files, you're able to move the conversations. Mm. Conversations and then start up those conversations mm -hmm. again. Yep, yep. No, no, that is possible. Yeah, it works fine. It's just the thing that 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 other main capabilities like OneNote, like wikis, uh, like custom, like you know tabs and so on, configuration parts. You know that we are missing the API. Sure. So yeah, we, we are here in a in a very early phase, and as I said, we would like to invest more. But depending, yeah, we are dependent on the API level. But Microsoft knows this, and um, it's nothing which is new to them. Right. 
but it, it's uh, I think it's just where we are in the maturity of the platform and there's a laundry list of things that we're, you know, people are asking for. Well, what are the other things that, that your customers that you're talking to, what are they asking for? What are the things that are, that are, um, you know, I don't know to, to say that they're gaps, but just that, you know, people really want to see with capability within the product. Instead of themes. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's more or less really around, um, <laughs> I'm German, so I have to talk also a little bit about German uh, customers and especially enterprise customers. They love governance. They really love the governance, and that means they love processes and they like they really uh, love processes around um, provisioning, where you have to buy for a team and then you have to choose a a, a, um, a naming convention and so on, and then they have a very predefined a prefix and suffix and naming a convention, and then they have a very clear. Teams content lifecycle approach from the first, you know, to until archiving and so on. So that's would be something something what German customers would really love to see. Well, templates is, you know, falls into that. I mean, you have the to be able to go in there and automate your provisioning process as part of yeah. your broader governance of the platform, and to say it's like, all right, you are requesting a new team, a team workspace. Mm -hmm. um, we have three flavors of, of teams. Here's a project-based, an initiative-based, and more of kind of an organizational collaboration. This is for an example. And you can then go in there and yeah, set those. Yeah. So it's a, it's a mixture of, of, of teams with predefined channels, predefined channel settings. Also here are the private and here are the public channels. Then the, the new vertical templates, you know, for, for healthcare and so on, education, predefined templates, predefined SharePoint configuration, these are the SharePoint, I don't know, on-prem sites, which are already predefined, predefined uh, uh, bots and, yeah, and connectors. So it's all around templating, packaging, and provisioning. So if this could be achieved, then we would be one step further because, um, because what, we, what we see is that customers, and especially end users, expect to have a, a pre-provisioned workspace. They don't like workspaces where everything is empty and vanilla. Wide. It's wide open, right? Yeah, it's well. That's a, they, it's always the first question. It's like that customers that want they 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 say, well, what are the best practices? What is yeah. how do they recommend that we use the technology? And to be able to go to go in there and just say that it's like, hey, it's whatever you need to use. You go and set that up. Mm -hmm. and they're like, well, you need to give us some some constraint yeah. within this of. Uh, of how this works well but it should be up to the organization to go in there and define like look here is our project management methodology for example here's our governance here's our project management st structure for the way that you know projects are managed and to be able to that's what they determine what those core components are yeah no that's i i mean i yeah. i would see that the german market would absolutely love the templates it's a, it's a little bit, you know, like a writer. Some, some writers, they love empty, white, blank sheets, and they just start writing a new chapter, a new book on a white paper. Others say, oh, if I see a white paper, I'm totally afraid, and then I'm staring for three hours on a white paper, and I don't know what to write. And so, it's, so that's always the, the, the difference here, what you have to find here. Well, that's why it's, it's kind of like having an outline. Um, so you're still not, I'm not dictating to you what to write inside of the content, how to go in there and collaborate. But if I, as an organization, go in there, inviting new users, it should be somehow simulating and they, they, they have to see the use case and so on. And they have to see the business benefit 
because otherwise they, they don't see the business, business benefits. It's just another tool and why to use Teams now because right. email and shopping was great in OneDrive as well. You know, there's an interesting study done a few years ago, and I'm going to very loosely paraphrase it. It was actually done by America Online. And AOL and every kind of you know, snicker, like mm. AOL, who cares you know, how long ago was that? You know, AOL has actually turned itself into a very successful and profitable media company. But when mm -hmm. they did a study on users' interactions with, uh, uh, with comments, and it was interesting, and, this, and we've seen versions of this uh, in like the history of, of Gammer and you know, where it was successful. Uh, and, and what the data that they showed is that uh, people are like three times as likely to participate in a conversation if someone else has already commented. Like if I go into an article and there's not a single comment down below, I'm less likely to add in my thoughts on that article uh, yeah. if there are no other comments. If I see a bunch of other people commenting down below, then yeah. I'm going to go throw my thoughts into that. It's like three times, four times as likely. Yeah. And it's, it's like that famous video with the dancer, the crazy dancer guy at the con at the, the uh, concert, and he's like, he's dancing alone on the hill. Uh, you know, have you seen that video? I haven't seen it. No. Oh, yeah. I'll share a link with you. But it's the crazy dancer, and what mm -hmm. happens is, it, you know, it, it's just the, it's the camera's on him, and everybody's laughing at him, and then a second person goes and starts dancing goofy with the guy. And then within minutes, there's you know hundreds of people that are dancing crazy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same same idea. And I usually call it uh, no, I never call it. It's called the Microsoft Teams waste bin approach because if you if you have a bike and the bike is having a a waste bin and usually it's clean and empty, but if people are throwing uh, garbage and waste into it, then more people are adding more waste, and then at the end the whole bike. Like a uh, thing is full of of cans and 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 the stuff because people are just adding more and more, and that's that's the thing which is a bad behavior. But we want to increase this behavior in teams because lurking is not the way how how, how we think about the future of collaboration. So we want to reduce the, the 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 yeah the we want to reduce the barriers of of um, engagement. Right. And, and one of it, too, that's a strong governance story as well is, is kind of keeping the space clean and organized. When people, if they don't know where to put their information or to go to have a conversation, um, then they're less likely to share in that space. If it's very clear, if they see it in an organized way, it's like, oh, yeah, now I need to talk about the, you know, the, the, we're going to do this offsite and here's the appropriate place to go and talk about this kind of activity. And they're more likely to then have those conversations. Because, because because I've seen really people who said, listen, I get the idea of Teams. I really like Teams, great tool. But now I've got five marketing groups and now I don't know where to place. So I'm going back to email because I have no idea which is the right marketing group. And this is that's one of the reasons why we need governance. And um, yeah, and also we want to make sure that we really migrate all the legacy and competitor uh, tools to Teams because because then there is no chance anymore to store here in, I don't know, files, file servers and here in emails hidden somewhere. So we really want to migrate it into Teams because then we we are preventing that people are storing duplicate things and, and, and yeah. So we really want to make Teams the hub, the heart of, um, of collaboration. Well, you know, we, we've talked for so a few years now about, um, well, I, you know, for most of my career, I've heard 
different uh, versions of the shadow IT conversation mm -hmm. that when people are frustrated that they can't get done what they need to get done or they, they look at IT, the IT organization as a barrier to giving them the features and capabilities that they yep. feel they need to, to, to move forward, that they'll go around. So this, that's where mm -hmm. this rogue or shadow IT initiative yep. starts up. One of the, in my mind, more compelling stories around teams was this idea that, look, uh, as you identify these, these shadow IT initiatives, these products and services that aren't sanctioned by IT for whatever reason, um, that you can instead have a conversation say, with end users saying, come out of the shadows, share this team, this, this uh, feature, this service that you're using, add it as a tab within the team so that the project team, we have some visibility to it. So you centralize that and then you start educating them as you learn more about it saying, well, you know, hey, because maybe they have a valid reason for using that, that third party service, that cloud-based service, but at least surface it within teams for the broader team uh, and then you know and then start to have that education of like well you know actually you can get 80% of what you need or 100% of what you're mm -hmm. doing with this through this out of the box or through a teams uh, uh, you know enabled service that is uh, you know then it uses you know teams or SharePoint on the back end to secure the information uh, and so it's a way to get a lot of that out of you know under control that's again part of governance it's that's exactly what I mean is doing that without restricting collaboration without restricting end users and what they're doing how they're doing it um, giving them more options yeah and that's something what 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 I really appreciate that that really Microsoft has has changed from the bomber mindset into the into this uh, way such a things is is that there is no possibility to to embed uh, also I don't know box and Dropbox into, into 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 teams, so because sometimes customers have a good reason to still use Dropbox and Box and then they can use Teams because it can be their default storage. Exactly. So it's not you know I'm I'm I would I would never say that I'm against Dropbox or Box or Google Drive because I'm 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 also using them for for very special use cases, but for the classical end user who is not so techy. Tech, um, tech safety like we are, it's just confusing. They would have five different cloud storages because the typical end user only wants one storage because otherwise he or she has to think like 10 times or 20 times a day when to use Box, Dropbox, Google Drive and so on, OneDrive and uh, SharePoint. And so that's, too, that, that's just too just complicated. And, and, I, 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 and I completely agree. I completely agree. The only thing what I would say is that, it, you know, the... There are plenty of, uh, of uh, opportunities, though, to consolidate as well. We're not saying don't yeah. go in and consolidate if there are not valid, valid uh, you know, if somebody's insisting on using Google Drive for a, just a cloud-based storage, and there's mm -hmm. no real reason beyond just that that's what they've always used in a prior company or whatever, saying, well, there's... You know, it, it, it doesn't make sense to maintain every tool that's out there. That's not what we're saying. But yeah. when there are valid reasons, it, it, there should be integrations. You should be able to support those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, excellent. Well, well, Ragnar, people want to find out more about you or get in touch with you. What's the best ways that they can reach you? Yes, so I've got a few blogs. So I've got a more private blog, which is more about uh, headsets and so on. It's called Ragnar.blog. And then the, the Microsoft 365 
related one is called Ragnar Heil in one world.de. Then blogging about Office and Teams, of course. And then, yeah, just reach me on LinkedIn, Twitter, or just enter my name into the Google or Bing search engine. It, you know, you, you, you type your name into search, any search engine. Uh, it's not going to be d difficult to, uh, to mistake. A, a, a no, there's, there's only one single person living on this planet with my name. So this is unique. Yeah. And, you, and you can see Ragnar in a crowd as well. Easy to spot. Exactly. Yeah. Some, everyone. Some companies, they have lighthouse customers and here they have lighthouse colleagues like me. Yeah. I, I made a comment in Inspire when I saw you. It's like, you know, I, I noticed that it just you naturally, you know, any photo and you do this kind of lean down in. And I'm just like, you got to watch your yeah. back as you get older. You try to rent it and always be, you know, really <laughs> and not doing this yet. But yeah. Okay. Stand, stand proud, tower above everybody. Everybody's head is like down here to you. But yeah, yeah. But it's great seeing you. Great talking to you again. And uh, it's been like always, seeing meeting you, talk to you. Talk to you later. Thank you, bye, man.